The MomCast is brought to you by the YMCA of Central Ohio, Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery, and Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems. Mom! Mama! Mommy! It's the MomCast with your hosts, Mindy Dreher, Michaela Hunt, and Stacy McKay. Mom, I need you! Welcome back to another MomCast. We are thrilled to have you with us and just join us for conversation. Spring break. It's a big deal for parents, no matter what age parent you are. Correct. And we're in the thick of it right now, right? Well, and here's the deal. I'm married to a teacher. I think teachers look forward to spring break more than the students. They need a break. (laughs) I'm not kidding. They get to the point where they need a break. I know there's talk about year-round school. Most of the teachers do not want year-round school. Because they love their summers. They, you need a break. You know, when you deal with kids at home all the day, all the time, and sure. then you deal with kids at your job all the time, you need that break. So what's Randy going to do? Has he made a decision because yours is still to come? Going to do what? With his spring break? Yeah. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty good. We'll be doing baseball and softball. Okay. So, But it's, it's only that. He doesn't have to worry about that in balancing school, which no, is the nice no, part. No, but he's looking forward to it. I need a t-shirt right now that says, I survived spring break, and I'm only three days in, and I'm not on Padre, so that's a problem. <laughs> um, it has been rough. I has mean, it? Yes, I do. I'm wondering how these teachers handle my six-year-old. Like, <laughs> that's where I am right now. I feel sorry for them. Um, it has been a wild week. We went to the Museum of Art yesterday. Nice. And I thought, okay, a little bit of culture, a little bit of fun. Um, it's a wonderful place, by the way, for a spring break day. It I is. Mean, it really is. The Wonder Room. I hadn't taken the kids there before to the Columbus Museum of Art Wonder Room. And we had a great time. And then we went to the cafe to be a little civilized. Sure. You know, there's now a cafe there. Beautiful. Yeah, Cameron Mitchell and his folks are doing mm-hmm. that. Um, and it was fine. White plates, silverware. And then it got a little crazy. And we tried to do it one of the exhibits afterwards. And I think the docents were like, what are you doing? In <laughs> and so we left and then there was some time in our rooms for about two hours oh, after ooh. the fact. So um, I'm needless to say, I'm really happy to be here today with you guys because I'm away <laughs> and I need my T-shirt and I'm only halfway through the week because I'm going to wow. survive. But it's oh, been you'll rough. survive. It's been rough. But Stacy's right. That's the neat thing about Central Ohio and really the entire state. You don't have to really go anywhere for spring break. Take those one-day visits to places. Mm -hmm. We are loaded with all kinds of fun and educational places. Absolutely. I will say I'm a little jealous, though, because you have a bit of a tan. Yeah. And you went somewhere. We went to Florida. We went to St. Petersburg. And it's funny, though, because we went to Florida, everybody, and we didn't go to Disney. So we did not do the Disney thing. Everybody else is there. We've done it, but we had already decided we're good without it. And um, we did... Legoland. We only did one thing, Legoland. And then the rest of the time was beach, swimming pool, sleep. Is Liv into Legos? She loves them. I love that. She loves them. And that's, it's a great park, honestly, for um, that, because it's not like, it's, it's smaller. Everything's Lego, but there's lots of, you use a lot of imagination. It's just a really nice place to go. Kylan grew up absolutely loving Legos. He still loves Legos. And so many of the boxes that you get are geared toward boys. But in the last several years, they've really geared some toward girls. I love the fact that Liv loves Legos, too, because Cammie's grown to love them as well. It's a great toy. They never have really sales on them. I hate that. No, no. Because they are expensive. And you don't want to step on them. No. Oh, no, because it's like getting stabbed (laughs) in the foot. Oh, my gosh. And some of them are so small. I'll get 
I have my glasses, my content. I'm like, how do you see this? I take pictures and blow it up mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can see. If you try to put together a Star Wars Lego, you know, set, mm-hmm. also be aware you really do need to be an engineer to do it. Like we see? we attempt, and it is hard. But that's why oh, Kylan to wants to be an engineer, and he grew up loving to play with Legos. And here's ask a- him now what he wants to be. He wants to be an engineer. See, that's awesome. And here's a tip for you: walk away. Because Let them figure it out. Well, right. they're better than we are. There's no doubt. <laughs> I'm not kidding. As soon There's as I no stepped doubt. away, yep. Liv finished it. And I'm like, how did you do that? <laughs> well, Mom, because you walked away and you got out of it. You know, we're just not as good as they are at those kinds of things. But you know what? Honestly, when I was growing up, I loved Legos, too. I did, too. But I would go away from the, the plan. And I would just build Make my own. own. I would build my so, own. Ladies, maybe this is my solution to my crazy spring break. I need to buy a Lego set and give it to them and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's my spring and break. And then you can have three spring breaks. <laughs> See how easy that was? Really an important mom cast this week. Um, some some good information. I think as moms, I am trying to think of a time in my life where uh, as a parent, something happened to something someone else, but it affected me so deeply. Yeah, Sandy Hook. That mm. that I remember. That we're going to be talking with a Sandy Hook mom, and uh, in the aftermath, it's been a while now. But do you ladies remember that moment? Because that's one of the topics today. Do you remember the kind of feeling like the air remember, had been knocked out of you? You remember Sandy Hook. You remember Columbine. Right. You remember any of those school shootings? Because. You would figure that a school should be where your kids are safe. Right. right. One of the most safe places. And then when something like that happens, it just grips your heart and soul. I, I was sitting with two girlfriends who are both moms at a tea house, actually having, you know, just a girl's lunch here in town. And I remember the notification coming on my phone from Yahoo News and not believing what I was seeing. You're right, Mindy. You, you remember, you think, why is this happening? And and Logan was about four. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. And all these kids, you know, were kindergartners. Right. Um, the majority of those who were hurt. So, yeah, you do remember. But, I, Mindy, you got a chance to talk to this woman today. And it sounds like it's going to be a really good interview, something really that we should really ponder. Well, she's doing very, very well. And the neat thing about talking to her is I, I did come to find out that those parents that went through that and lost children, a lot of them have formed such a bond. And they're really fighting to change, to change our nation now. Yeah, I, I would think you'd have to. I, I just, I, they are, they're parents that I look up to because I can't imagine going through what they went through. So that's one angle on this. And then also we're going to talk about gun safety at home. You know, that's a debate, obviously. Guns are a debate one way or the other, but it doesn't mean that, you know, this is, we live in America and there are families that have guns in their homes And I think we've got some good information. A lot more families than we thought and that you probably will think when you hear this interview. The numbers were really startling to us when we had this conversation a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, a weighty topic, but, you know, our own worst nightmares, right? You know, if something were to happen. So we want to arm you with information and make it good so you know what you're up against and you know where your kids are going on playdates and after school. Because, again, those numbers really, really surprising so super compelling interviews today and then also uh something a little lighter we'll let you know about it now but listen through momcast because at the end we're gonna play a song uh the girl scouts the cookies right who here hasn't had any yet (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you Too brought them up today, and now I like have them in my teeth. So I'm trying to drink water to get them out. But I'm seeing a combination of Girl Scout cookies and then oh, I brought M&Ms. candy too. Yeah, you want the and want Hershey's. Th- yeah, look, I just thought Stacy's loaded. Yeah, I figured we're on sweets today. We might as well have you know more. Um, but oh, there's Milky Ways, there's Reese's, there's all kinds of things in that yes. jar. So by the time you listen to our momcast, there'll just be a few days left in the sale of the cookies. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Girl Scouts all about girl power and empowering young ladies to do what they want to do and be what they want to be. And they have a song to kind of finish off in a very strong way their cookie season. So we're going to play that for you because I think your kids would really like it. It's, it's just a real positive, uplifting tune. So a few months ago, we actually had a story about safety within schools and gun safety within schools. And we and we say that because, unfortunately, we've seen way too many schools affected by gun violence. And so we had a group out of Westerville, Status Solutions, they came on to talk with us about their initiative um, to really get schools and parents thinking about safety committees and what's happening in your school, what's protocol at your school. Um, and it was a really solid conversation. Of course, you can go back and listen to it. It's still listed on iTunes. You'll easily find it there. But Mindy, you had an opportunity to talk with a mom directly affected by this and impacted and we thought we'd take the opportunity to share her story she came to central ohio and talked to a group of people her name is michelle gay and she lost her daughter josephine in the sandy hook shooting and she's doing outstanding these days because she really really is trying to promote change i was fortunate enough to talk to michelle right before she delivered her speech and we do talk about that day and what happened and what could have been different so here is michelle gay And she talks about her daughter, who she affectionately calls Joey. The main point that I would love everyone to walk away with is that it's it's all hands on deck. It takes a community to to make our schools safe, to make our communities safe. Do you think anything has changed since Sandy Hook as far as school safety is concerned? Absolutely. Um, You know, we've traveled the the whole country and it's inspiring to see what communities are doing with, you know, in some cases, nothing. what, what people are doing, just coming together and, and problem solving, having difficult conversations, looking at things differently, um, sharing their knowledge, uh, that in, in and of itself is, is huge for the safety of our schools. When you look back at that day, that nightmare, do you think anything could have been different if the situation was different? Sure. I mean, hindsight is always 2020. Some simple things that that structurally could have been a little bit different in terms of the safety of our building, in terms of access control, uh, in terms of our protocols. You know what we were practicing and what we had trained for, um, and and that's on the school side, and that's also on the emergency responder side. Uh, we learned also a lot about the whole recovery process and what it takes, you know, to put a community back together. The kinds of things you need to um, expect and and the kinds of things you need to prepare for. So so there's a lot, for sure. Most moms could never, ever imagine living through something that you did. And yet I look at you, and you seem so strong. How do you do that? How, how have you dealt with this whole thing? I don't have uh, the words to articulate it, but my daughter, Joey, my daughter's a big part of it. She was a little fireball, and she still is. So I feel her very much with me. Um, but she has a way of somehow inserting her personality and and her never give up um, attitude in, into everything that that I've done. And and so that's a big part of it. And the pillars of support. You know, everybody has them. You don't really realize they're they're there until you need to lean on them. Michelle, at all, does this help keep her memory alive? 
Without a doubt. Um, but it does also give me a sense of, of control over the events. Um, I have I have control when I step into another community and, and share this with them, with what they do with it, you know. And, and this is not for everyone. This is for people who really are ready to push up their sleeves and, and do the hard work, make the connections, build the relationships that, that it takes to make a community safer. One last question is, overall, what do you want to see happen in America's schools? I really want to see everyone come together. I want to see everyone come out of these wonderful expert silos that we've created nationally. We've got our educators, we've got our administrators, our law enforcement, our emergency folks. Um, we've got mental health folks. We've got uh, business owners and the business community. Uh, we, we've got a wealth of resources in every single community in America. Even some of the most impoverished communities that we have still have great human capital, great um, experience and, and a lot at their disposal. So I really think above all things, one thing we can all do, no matter what community it is, is come together around this very central, very sacred issue, the safety of our schools. Well, thank you. You are a true inspiration for any mom listening. There's no doubt about it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to all the moms that are out there. They are the engine behind so much of what we do. I think one of the fears that a lot of us as parents have is, you know, you, we send kids on play dates. They go places, um, explore new homes, new properties. With the, you know, you go outside, you have fun with your friends. Um, but you don't always know 100% where you're going, what's at the house. You know the parents, but do you really know everything? Well, I go with them. Mindy probably would I'm go with kidding. them. I, I have no doubt about that. Mindy, you're going to college. I did go with them. What you, <laughs> yeah, I, see. Go with her? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have the FBI do a sweep. Hey. Gotta, they know ahead of time you exactly You've got to know the parents there. of the kids they're yes, playing with. That's course. bottom line. You just yeah. do. You do. And, but, and, and I feel like I do with the boys. But at the same time, we don't know every single facet of their lives, right? And mm-hmm. so something kind of caught my eye the other day. This great program that addresses firearms. Because I think it's something that we are. We, we can't know 100% percent we haven't had the conversations if a family owns a firearm right Mm -hmm. and it's not something naturally that comes up in conversation so there's this recently formed uh partnership for safety of children around firearms and the store it safe campaign is actually what they're kind of working on right now and we thought we would take the opportunity today to kind of educate ourselves about what the program's about and what it hopes to do um because it's being piloted right here where we are in Columbus, Ohio. So we have Haley Southworth, who is the Director of Program Management and Training for the Ohio Chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics and a part of this partnership with us today. Haley, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, like you said, this is something that we felt was, you know, very important to share with the public, and it's not something that naturally a lot of parents talk about. So this is a good opportunity to make sure that we're all doing the best we can to keep our kids safe. So what made it rise, really, to the level where this partnership and this campaign needed to happen? What were some of the conversations? What is the why behind this? What were you all seeing? So um, we at the Ohio AAP have a very robust injury prevention program, and we're always looking for things that we see in the news or um, just hear stories of ways kids are getting hurt. And we have seen a really unfortunate amount of accidental shootings and injuries to children um, who find firearms that are unsecured in the home. So we started doing some research, having some conversations And the stats are that about one in uh, three homes with kids in it has a gun. And that leaves. Really? Yeah. Wow. um, In Ohio, it might actually, um, we are a state with a lot of uh, firearm owners. 
So you said one in three? Yes. Hmm. So we found that um, other research shows that 1.7 million kids um, across the country live in homes with guns that are also loaded and unlocked. Um, Hmm. And that's where the real danger comes into play. Even little ones, they seem to know, even if parents think, okay, well, they don't know where it is or, you know, I've got it hidden. Not so much. They kind of pay attention to what's going on. How does this conversation start? How are you getting, you know, a box or a lockbox to a family that may need it? We actually brought in um, several organizations. Buckeye Firearms Association is um, one of the groups in the state of Ohio who's really familiar with this and talk to them about how do we have these conversations with families um, so that we can, you know, get past those barriers that sometimes go up when you're thinking about discussing gun ownership and gun safety. And, you know, we found that the really important thing to do is just to have our pediatricians start by saying, you know, are the guns in your home secured? And we're not asking or recording anything whether people own guns. We just want to open this conversation. So we have been able to secure some funding for gun boxes. Um, And they're portable, they're inexpensive um, compared to some of the other storage options, but they're very effective. And we secured funding from the Kiwanis Club of Columbus to purchase boxes and do a pilot program. Uh, We are working in uh, five different communities around central Ohio where pediatricians are going to be opening that conversation with the families in their practice um, for two- and three-year-olds. And we know it can go to other ages, but we decided to start with something kind of small and manageable, collect some data, and see how that goes. Um, And once, you know, a child is two or three, they're starting to move. They're definitely getting very curious. And they actually, most kids in that age group have the strength to pull a trigger. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good age to start this. When you say one in three families on average, it makes me go back to how we kind of started the conversation. I mean, we don't, necess- we don't know where our kids are right, going right. as much as we want to know where our kids are going. So um, is there a recommendation for how we have that conversation with friends or our kids' friends' parents? Well, the way we've recommended pediatricians go about talking about this, and I think it would apply to families too, is that we don't um, come at the conversation as, you know, do you have a gun? We kind of assume there's there's a very good chance there is a gun in any of these homes. And the real important thing is, is this gun secured? So the pediatricians are going to talk to um, all families at these visits and say, you know, if, if there are firearms in your home, are they secured? And if someone says, no, there's none in my home, have you asked friends in your family, are there firearms in their homes and are they secured? Um, so that's kind of the important conversation to have as a parent with everyone. And I realized as we got into this work, you know, my daughter's gone on play dates, And yet, like you said, we're usually there. We know what's going on. Um, but you, I, I didn't necessarily ask the question beforehand. And even my mom being uh, going through her cancer treatment, same question was asked to all of us as we were there with the doctor, Liv and I, and then my mom, and I was sitting with her. Are, do you feel safe at home? It's kind of like that. I almost envision it. And they were just checking to make sure no one was being injured in the home by anyone Mm -hmm. and that they didn't need some assistance. And I I remember that question sticking out and the the doctor or the nurse kind of faltered, well, we ask everybody. And I I said, no, I'm glad you're asking Mm -hmm. that. I think that's a valid question. This is kind of the same thing. Right. 
And it comes down to some of the barriers you can put into place to keep your child safe. So this program is really focusing on giving out gun lock boxes. If um, someone indicates that they have a firearm that's unsecured in the home, but at the same time, the pediatricians are having a conversation that can also include, do you have your medicines secured? Do you have uh, laundry pods in a place where children can't get to them? If you have a pool, is that fenced in or covered in a way that keeps kids as safe as possible? So um, those barriers to injury and just discussing injury at a visit with your doctor is a fantastic thing to get into the habit of. Let people know how they can reach out to you, maybe get more information from you. How do they do that? So we have set up a website um, that is associated with our Ohio AAP site where um, you can learn a lot about this program, find some uh, materials to use if you're a provider or if you are a family. And our website is ohioaap.org backslash firearm safety. And um, there's lots of information there as well as how you can contact me if you have specific questions or want to get involved. We're happy to um, engage as many partners and people as would like to work with us on this. Obviously, today we've been talking about some serious issues um, that have been going on in families' lives. You know, there are so many parents right now that are facing issues that they are not able to fix for their kids. They're not able to have the answers. Sometimes as parents, <laughs> you know, that's one of the most frustrating things when your child is going through something and you just honestly don't know what to do. And maybe folks in your you know, f- group of friends, even family members, aren't equipped to help out. We're talking about serious issues, acute issues for teenagers. Being a kid is tough. And sometimes it gets really tough and really serious. And one of our great sponsors here on MomCast is Sequel Pomegranate Health. Why are they so good? Well, they are the folks that can answer these questions. They are an acute hospital and center for psychiatry. They've got programs that will take care of just about any problem that you might be facing with your kids. Um, They're a secure residential treatment facility. They have emergency shelter care if it's needed. Uh, Department of Youth Services and court placement. Yeah, this is when stuff gets serious, but you know what? It's good to know there's somebody that knows how to help. And so we want you to take a look, you know, if you know someone that's going through a difficulty, if it's someone in your family, Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems, an acute hospital and center for psychiatry. You know what you can do? You can go to their website and just look through and see what you think. It's pomegranatehealthsystems.com. And we are thrilled that they are a part of MomCast. So you have heard us talk about Dr. James McMahon and advanced aesthetic and laser surgery over and over on the MomCast because we're very proud that he is sponsored with us. He does outstanding work. There's no ifs and buts about it. He has a lot of people in his corner who he has helped, and he is very, very well respected. Because of that, Michaela is going to <laughs> bravely get some some work done on her face I, I've by, never had it done before. by Dr. James McMahon. And yep. we are going to take pictures We're going to take video and we're going to talk to the doctor on MomCast next week to find out what's the most common practices and procedures women are doing these days. Because I'm one of those people that wouldn't necessarily go to him because I don't, I don't know. It's not that I'm scared. It's just kind of that 
I don't know. Do I need it? I'm one of those who's a little bit skeptical, I guess you would say, about what I need. And I just feel like I'm okay. So he's really going to give a good assessment. I'm trusting him to give me a very good assessment on what I need. We'll take a picture of Michaela before and after picture. So next week's MomCast, are you nervous? A little bit, yeah. But you know what? I'll I'll try it. I'll try it for us. I'll try it for those of you who are listening, because I know you want to know, too, if you've never done it before. If you want to talk to Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery, you, too, can do what Michaela's going to. Consult with him. Give him a call at 614-459-0060. So I was kind of joking, not really, about my I Survived Spring Break t-shirt because I really do feel sometimes this week like a She wasn't kidding, Stacey, was she? No, no, she wasn't. Print me one, please. Uh, You know, and sometimes you do just need to get away in the middle of your week. There's a lot of moms that I know, whether they work, whether they stay at home, they don't know what me time is. They don't get it a lot. And so with it, when you need a break, there are places you can go and communities you can be a part of. The YMCA of Central Ohio is one of those. What I love is you have the sauna, ladies. You have the hot tub. You have a lounge, actually, where you can sit down, maybe get some work done while your kids are in kid time for a little bit and talk with other parents. They even have coffee right there in a machine at my Y, and I'm sure they have them at others, that I can go and have a cup of coffee and just take a breath and, like, (sighs) let it all out and survive. YMCAColumbus.org. Check them out. Check their branches out. You too can have a place of respite. You too can take a break from life and say, I survived. Wow, what a show. Lots of great information for you. For those of you finishing up your spring break, (laughs) we hope it goes well. For those of you about to go on spring break, we hope it goes well for you. We wish you luck. We do. (laughs) We do. And we want to invite you to uh, MomCast on the road. We're going to be out at the Hollywood Casino in Columbus on Thursday, March 30th. We're going to be out there um, and we're going to be live recording some of our segments for MomCast for Sunny 95 Girls Night Out. And this, you guys haven't been there, it is completely off the hook. That is awesome. There are, last time we did it at Hollywood Casino, Yeah. In the banquet room, a thousand women. A thousand women? A thousand women in the banquet room having fun. So, you know what? I've never been out to the casino yet. Really? No. no. So oh, it'll be a, a first time. for me and another first for me. Honestly, it's a beautiful casino it and it is a lot of fun. So we hope you'll join us. And you I got to figure out what I'm wearing. I, I, I can tell you. Is it dressy, Stacey? What do you wear? Of, it's either way. You can, can I go like, either way. Girls night out, get dressed up with my yes, ladies. I mean, I think of. a lot of moms okay. like doing that. Just get a little something special. Greg will wear his tuxedo. Fantastic, Greg. I think that's very well, we appropriate. We have to get a picture of Greg this time in the tux. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> he's like, no. You haven't seen his tuxedo or what decade it's from. That's all I'll say about that. Even more reason why we have to get a picture. Does it have ruffles? It might. Yes. <laughs> Sunny95.com to get tickets. And I can tell you this too. Uh, Leanne Rhymes is going to be there. Ooh. So that's going to be kind of cool. So that'll be Thursday, March 30th. Now, before we go, we mentioned Girl Scouts and Girl Scout cookies, um, obviously, to empower young ladies. And we love that about the Girl Scouts. They have a new song, a new Girl Scout anthem 
It's called Watch Me Shine, performed by Nashville songwriter Emily Shackleton. So usually we have our little MomCast theme to play out right. here at the end, but we're going to play this. It's super catchy and cute. It is. I enjoyed it when you sent it to us. Yes, yeah, so all the great information today for moms. This is for all of our girls out there to give them a little girl power. No yeah. matter what their age. Exactly. Have a great week, everybody. This road.